Continue working on your project or open the file named cityblocksbuildingspopulate.max if you need to catch up. In this movie, you use the Populate tool to add animated pedestrians to your city, in particular in and around the park you created. If you are a regular visitor to this channel, you may have already seen the Populate tool in action in other tutorials. So here, we'll revisit and experiment with some of Populate's strengths and limitations. Maximize the top view. You will start there. Expand the ribbon and go to the Populate tab. You'll start by creating a pedestrian flow on the sidewalk surrounding the park. Note that there are chamfered corners around the building lot. This is significant, as Populate doesn't like short distances too much. Click the Create Flow button and hover over the top view. A round brush appears. This brush dictates the width of the pedestrian flow. It seems a tad big for the size of the sidewalks. Bring the width value down to about 9. This seems to match the scene a little bit better. To start the flow, pick a point on the sidewalk away from the corners and away from the pathway intersections. This will prevent any problems when you start inserting flow direction changes later on. Hold Shift down to work in ortho mode and go around the building lot without worrying about the chamfered corners. Right-click to end the flow. In the Modify panel, expand the single entry to access sub-object mode. Make any necessary adjustments to the flow points and segments. Make sure you move flow points and segments based on individual pivot points. Adjust the start and end points so that they share the same location. Next, you adjust the corners by adding extra segments. Zoom in on one corner. To add a new control point to a flow, use the Add to Flow button. Hover over the flow center line around the corner area. Notice that a new segment appears in either a tan or green color. The tan color indicates a bad insertion point. In general, it happens when you are too close to another point. Make sure the line is green and click the mouse button. With the new point selected, note what happens when you move closer to an adjacent point on the same flow. Tan lines appear around the edges. This is an indication that the flow is broken. It is something you need to avoid. In shaded mode, you also lose the paths that pedestrians are supposed to follow. So again, make sure this doesn't happen. Adjust the two points as best you can to get a 45-degree corner without breaking the flow. Repeat for the remaining three corners. When you're done, exit sub-object mode. You're now ready to add more flows for the pathways. This can be done simply by using the Create Flow button again. However, before you do that, you need to remember that your Populate tool works in auto-grid mode. This means the flow you just placed was created on top of the sidewalks at z equals 0.15 meters.
To ensure the pathways are also at the same elevation, you need to start them from the center of the park going outwards. If you start them from the street, then they'll be at z equals zero, and the pedestrian feet will be below ground once they're in the park. There are ways to create elevation changes using ramp flows, but we won't be using those here. Consider this flow I'm adding here. Watch what happens when I cross the existing sidewalks flow and the three arrow icon that appears. This shows a flow direction change, but there are a few rules for that to work properly. For example, note what happens if the angle between the two flows become too sharp. The arrows disappear from the viewport, signaling a flow change is no longer possible. Another problem that may cause this is when you have flow point too close to the intersection. Keep that in mind as you design your flows. As always, you can place a flow and then fine-tune it at a sub-object level. You can also create idle areas where people are just standing still, chatting, or talking on their cell phones. You can use custom shapes or simple shapes for idle areas. Here, I'll keep it simple and use a rectangle shape. Do the same and use the center area of the park, and don't step on the grass. For now, you simply created flows and idle areas using default settings. You'll get to experiment with that in a moment. Go back to your shaded camera view, and in fact, press P to turn it into a perspective view temporarily. Orbit around to get a better view at the park. The scene animation is set to 600 frames, but the populate simulation is set to 300 by default. Set it to 600 to match the animation length, and then click the Simulate button. After a few moments, you can see the pedestrians appear in the viewport. Play back the animation to see them better. If you need more pedestrians on a given flow or idle area, then you can select that element and adjust it in the Modify panel. There are other parameters that you can control, but let's just focus on density for this example. Remember that increasing density adds to the number of pedestrians, which affects render time. If you decide to make changes to one or more flows, you will need to run the simulation again. This also takes more time to process. Finally, you will need to make sure that pedestrians are not running into any obstacles. This may be hard to see with traffic lights, bus stops, and other urban elements hidden from view. You will need to unhide them, typing UDC to filter the selection. And then, you'd need to move any obstacles from the pedestrians' paths. This is certainly easier than editing pedestrians' flows. For example, we have here a man walking right through a bench. And over here, we have a woman going through a bus stop. So take your time and move these objects out of the way. The top view is probably easiest to that effect.
When you're done moving obstacles, you can select and hide the urban design components again and switch back to the animated camera view. Save your file. You have now completed the tutorial and are ready to do a final render. This 600 frame animation will take a while to render. It took almost 12 hours on the system used to record this movie. As an alternative, you can also view the end results in the MP4 file you downloaded along with the scene files. In this tutorial, you learned a great many things. You learned how to build roads, sidewalks, building lots, while keeping material application in check and flexible. You learned to duplicate and place urban design components, and in the case of traffic lights, you even learned to control their status as well. You also learned to create low polygon buildings by going through the manual methods and then by using the Building Maker free script. Finally, you place an animated camera to get a shot at your new city, and you use the Populate tool to add animated pedestrians to your scene. As always, we hope you have enjoyed the series, and we'll come back with more topics very soon.